Thank you. That was our cover of um, Mike Birbiglia interviewing Mark Marin for the 200th episode of um, WTF with Mark Marin. And next up, we got something special coming up for you. We're going to be doing the election night 2016 episode of Chapo Trap House. And by special request, we are also going to be performing the uh, third episode of Bill Simmons's Big Book of Basketball 2.0 podcast. So we're going to keep these covers coming at you guys all night long. Uh, and right now, we just have a little message for our uh, some of our fans who are actually streaming to... Oh, thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks for that. Is that a... A, That's a, oh, a dime. Great. Yeah. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Yeah. Wow. Well, it's 10 cents more than we made last hour, so. Hey, big spender. Yeah, I'm just saying, you know, we're struggling out here, Sarah. Yeah, and that's why people need to freaking rate and review and subscribe to us on iTunes. Okay, so that's the thing, you guys. Apple I podcasts. As you guys know, we mostly do our podcast kind of wherever we can manage to squeeze a recording in. A gas station bathroom. A moving vehicle. A paused vehicle, <laughs> fully stopped vehicle as well. On the hood of a vehicle. Anywhere. Any kind of vehicle vicinity is a great place to do the podcast. On a, Sitting um, on a tire. And most of the time, we do the podcast with vehicles moving by us. Because That's right. we are right now, of course, out on a street corner uh -huh. at the corner of Chicago Avenue. Yep. And Chicago Boulevard. Yep. And we're doing a little bit of pod busking. Yes. Uh, but we are also podcasting. Yes. So some of you listeners out there in listener land are actually, if you haven't been able to come see us in person down at the corner, yep. uh, and please do. Please do. Yep. And please come and bring a fiver with you. Yeah. Please save us. Hell, bring a tenor. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not talking about your voice. Oh, that's nice. That's more of an alto than anything. Alto is a woman's uh Well, technically voice, it is, so. but it's actually more about the range versus like male, female. And I'm not talking about your voice. And I'm not talking about your voice. Okay, that's that's a tenor. And I'm not talking about your voice. Okay, well that guy just came and took his dime back. Okay. So. All right. So the thing is, listeners, what we need you to do is we need you to leave a rating. We need you to leave a review on Apple Podcasts because we're gonna because we actually well, Sarah, why don't you tell them what we do with those? Well, they get us the opportunity to get more listeners and mm -hmm. more people coming down to the street corner and more people giving us a dime and yeah. then we can maybe um, buy another microphone to have a guest on maybe sometime again right because right now we just got the one and we kind of crowded around around it, it yeah take turn. that's why you never hear us talking at the same time right it's like you talk on the microphone then i yeah. bump you out of the way to, i talk and back and well, forth we sit like a, we're on a bobsled similar to how we watch the mm -hmm. show mm -hmm. yeah and what we're going to do with those reviews just and so you kind of surrender the rights to that review to us if you do leave it yes because we have a deal here with um chicago print shop it's this little local outfit where we kind of worked out this deal with them where we can get really cheap printing yep right so because they're closed yeah from basically 11 to three sure you know at night and so <laughs> what we do is we actually have a deal where we're allowed to go in there and kind of print however much we want. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. If they're not. If they're not there, we can just sort open. of like crawl in through whatever window <laughs> we've propped open. And as and long as they don't know about it. Yeah. And it's sort of, that's kind of a deal that we get yeah. going. So that's the deal that we have with them. And what full we do. Full color. Yep, full color. And what we do is we print off, 
your reviews and then we kind of put a little promo for the podcast on it say Mm -hmm. come see us at the corner or listen to us on apple podcasts i said itunes earlier and then i said Mm -hmm. apple ipodcasts which is also not right Mm -hmm. um so yeah making sure that you guys just know that it's apple podcasts Mm -hmm. so yeah we um print those out we put them kind of all around the area spotify spotify Sorry, you can. Go, sorry, I I, uh, I accidentally bumped you out of the way of the microphone, so I felt <laughs> I had to say something. Yeah, Apple Podcasts and Spotify, where you can't re- rate and review a podcast, can you? I think you. Mm, I don't know. Don't. don't Honestly, worry about it. don't. Don't fuck around. No, with that. do it on Apple. Do it the right way. Do it on Apple. That's from the 1984 ad. So we spent our last money pretty much on a T-shirt cannon. Yeah. Right, because. Um, well, we thought we, at the we time was trouble. a wise, in, wise investment. Right. We were having trouble. Well, at the time, yeah, we thought that we could get t-shirts made. Yeah. Found out that Can't. the t-shirt, yeah, because the t-shirt shop, we don't have a deal with them anymore. No. Because actually they started being open from 11 to 3. Yeah, and kind By of opening, found out. They kind of found, they put a, they're not fully open. Yeah. But they hired a guy, security guy, to stand outside it. Yeah. Um, and so we couldn't get the t-shirts. Right. So we put the flyers in the t-shirt cannon. Uh-huh. And we fire it to the passenger. The I was going to say, well, I, st- I did say passengers. You did. But I meant pedestrians. Yeah, the passengers of the sidewalk. <laughs> Just going wherever life takes them. Exactly. Their life is driving the... Sidewalk's a highway. I want to w- walk, walk it. Walk it. All night long. Yeah. Uh, although, if you're going to do that, don't do it alone, folks. No. Nighttime's dangerous. If you're walking between the hours of 11 and 3 at night, don't walk alone. Right. And I can speak from personal experience there. Yeah. That, that is unsafe. Yeah. Because the other night, uh-huh. we were going into the print shop to take yep. advantage of our deal. Yep. Uh, guy uh, guy walking. Mm-hmm. Guy, guy wearing a plaid shirt, sort of nerdy looking guy. Yeah. He saw Real us. Real douchebag. Right? Yeah. Saw us. Douchebag, nerdy looking guy. Yeah, what a loser. Right. And we had to beat the fuck out of him. Yeah. And that's and that wouldn't have happened if one of us was, un, was alone. Yeah. Because then it would have been an even matchup. Yeah. And that's kind of, you see two... You see two alpha dogs. Yeah. They are not going to get into a fight because they know they both lose. Yes. Right? But if you get two alpha dogs, if you get three alpha dogs, but two of them are together, which is me and Sarah, yep. and then one other alpha dog, which is a dweeby guy in the plaid shirt, we're, we'll, you know, we'll do pretty much anything to keep him quiet. Yeah. And we know? did. And he was yelping. Yelp, yelp. Well, he'll probably never yelp again. He's never going to yelp again. Because we took his phone and we deleted the Yelp app from it. Yes, we sure did. And he still could leave a bing. And so we're monitoring the situation. Yeah. Uh, But he's going to have a hard time doing it without fingers. That's right. So. Please, please, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. It would mean so, so much. And subscribe, too. You've got to take a side. You know what makes me really sick to my stomach? What? Watching you stuff your face with those hot dogs. If you see me coming, you better run because I'm gonna lay you the fuck down. Nobody, I mean nobody, puts ketchup on a hot dog. Smells like courage. My name is Ben Flores. I'm one of the hosts of Please Save Me. My name me. is Sarah Black, and I'm the other host of Please Save Me. 
Please Save Me is the official recap podcast for Chicago Heroes. Television's number one show. Is it a drama? Is it a comedy? Who knows? It's kind of both and then everything in between. Now, where can people see Chicago Heroes, Sarah? Um, kind of wherever it's playing. Right. It's usually playing on the sides of buses or on Vine. And if you can go looking for it in the TV guide, good luck, because you're probably not going to find it in there. Yeah, we check every week. And it's never in there. And it's usually not on the TV either. So hopefully you can catch it on the side of a bus, bus or Vine. And But if you can't, that's your problem. So what we're going to make our job today is... Doing a recap of this past week's episode. And so that we can kind of fill you in on everything that you missed, or if you did see the episode this week, like you should have. To Otherwise, b- you are bad, 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 and I'm going to hit your little knuckles with a, a naughty boy ruler or yardstick. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to say, you've been a naughty little boy. <laughs> uh-huh. And, but either way... Whether you've been good or whether <laughs> you've been, you've been good or bad, bad, then we're you're still going to get a present, and that's going to be the rest <laughs> of this podcast. Okay, so Sarah, just up top, how did you feel right. about? So good. We've been doing this for a long time, though, so I kind of already know the drill. With like, you're going to ask me how I felt about this episode overall. I'm going to tell you it was good, better than the one before. I don't know how they're going to continue to top themselves. And then we sort of like riff on that for a little bit. And then we get into the episode itself. And I don't know. Why don't you tell me how you felt about the episode for once? All right, all right, all right. Uh, Except turn that up to 100, you know? All right, all right, all right. Okay, and so that's a little loud and it's probably going to be going to feel bad peaking the levels on the microphones yeah uh but that's just the price that our listeners will pay yeah uh, you can't have any pleasure without a little bit of pain that's right that's the kind of the founding principle of the hellraiser film series so um that's interesting that you bring the hellraiser film series up because our heroes this week are uh they're raising a little bit of hell of their own that's true um by which i mean there's a there's a plot in this week's episode (laughs) and stuff's happening yeah um so let's go ahead and get into it uh i i thought that uh kind of big picture yeah big picture it was a great episode it was exciting yes it was full of tension yes it was full of drama yeah it was full of comedy and ah, there was some laughs and there was some there were some tears. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there was some that's my teeth chattering because I'm so nervous. Absolutely. It was a white knuckler. Yeah. Uh, so but it all shook out in the end. So that's how we like our stories to be. Right. Yeah. Shaken so, out. I'll take Shake my- and bake. Kind of like the movie. Anchorman. Yeah. So I would give it a probably an eleven for the big picture this week. Oh yeah, uh, and eight and a half by eleven. Kind of actually a normal size picture. An eight and a half by eleven. Yeah. Portrait size eight yeah. by ten usually. Eight and a half by eleven is the size of a piece paper. of paper. Notebook paper. Yeah, I know. So are you printing out your photographs on <laughs> lined loose college ruled, college ruled notebook paper yeah. eight and a half by eleven. Yeah. And are you tearing that out of a and I'm also I'm is doing he tearing it. that out of a notebook or is that loose leaf? It's loose leaf. Okay, so you don't got those perforated edges on there. No. Does it have a three hole punch? Sure, fucking does. In it? 
Yeah. So you're getting a photo printed on that. Yeah. So what of do you do about mom? the holes? Use them. You line them up. Yeah. Line them up with whatever's appropriate to line them up with in the picture. That's right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. Good up. How about, so that was the big picture. So how about the <laughs> characters? You know, for characters this week. Great characters. Yeah. I'll give Characters, a, welcome. I would give it a six. So that's out of five. Okay, so the 11 was out of 10, and the characters is a 6 out of 5, because it's sort of a composite score. Yes. Because the the big picture... Like the ACT or the SAT or something. The big picture is made up of two scores. There's characters, Uh and there's story. Yeah. And so the characters... And then there's a third one, which is aesthetics. So the characters is out of 5, so I give it a 6. Sure. Okay. And remember, it was a total of 11. So the characters is out of five. I give a six. Stories of three. (laughs) And I give it a... Four. mm, Wait, sorry. The stories is out of a two. (laughs) Oh, and you get it a three. I get it a three. And so now we're up to a total of nine. Nine. Okay. And then the aesthetics is out of one. So I give it a two. Uh So we're up to a composite score of 11 for the episode. And my scores are frighteningly similar. Bam, 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 bam. And we always have to come to a unanimous agreement on exactly what the scores are. So it shouldn't be frightening. Yeah. So it's a little bit of a problem that you still seem to get scared by this, that our scores are the same. (laughs) Well, I'm just scared about numbers generally. Mm -hmm. You know why? Tell me. Because seven, eight, nine. Uh Uh-oh. So now we'll actually dig into some of the details here. So let's go through, let's start with the plot. And this week we open on... Chicago Middle School. Cute. Very cute. Boy, you see these middle schoolers. And first thing that I thought, oh, they're so little. We weren't that little when we were there. I was never that little. I was never that small. No. I never, I've ever. always been 5'9". I've always been 6'4". <laughs> and I was never so little, and I never was so small. small. <laughs> and I never had such high voice. voice. And I never, ever was looking so dorky in my clothes that my mom no. got for me at... Oshkosh bagosh. Yeah, and I never was having braces, and I never mm. was. Ha- I never had so many colored bands on my braces, rubber bands, yeah. like a rubber band ball you could rubber make out of all band. my rubber band braces. Yeah, never rubber was. Band man can. Was never having, you know, like a person, a a boy, who I had a crush on in eighth grade, sort of bullying me in the back of the bus about the fact that I had a lisp, and I was in sixth grade, and it was kind of. Yeah, it never happened, but if it did, it would be happening in this episode to somebody else and not me, and maybe that kid would grow up and, I don't know, really, like, try hard at fixing their list because their parents didn't send them to speech therapy, and so they kind of have to do it themselves, and nobody, I don't, didn't do that. So we pretty much didn't relate to these characters, but... At all. The... Filmmaking of Chicago Heroes is so good, and the Aesthetics, characters are so good. Remember, yeah, that and characters remember them too. That they actually, we could actually understand the show even without being exactly like the characters. Because that's that often I find a problem. Me. Yeah, that's a problem a yes. lot of times it's for a movie. Right? Yeah, I go see a movie. Yeah, uh, 
that's me snoring in the theater because I don't relate to the care. You know, you don't, don't relate to the mean girls or whatever. Yeah, I, yeah, I I was never been a mean girl. You don't really. No one had ever been mean girl to me. Yeah. So I don't really understand what this is about. You don't relate to the widows. Oh, in widows. Yeah. No, absolutely not. I would never rob a heist. Okay. Yeah. I follow the law. Right? And how would you rob a heist? Well, and so that's an interesting <laughs> question, and I'm actually glad that you ask it. So if I was going to try to rob a heist, the first thing that I would aim to do is I would want to figure out how is the heist going to work. Yes. Uh, and then I would exploit my I would use my knowledge of the heist and how it's going to work to exploit it. And I would perform what is known in the is an industry as an inside job. So I would pretty much make myself to be an inside man in the heist. I so would, you join the heist crew. I would ingratiate myself to a member of the heist crew. Maybe I would initiate a romantic relationship. I would probably mm, arrange a meet cute. I would figure out what's their pattern. Where do they like to get bubble tea? I would go find where they eat the bubble tea. And I would find out, oh, what's their bubble tea order, right? Okay, so I've watched them order their bubble tea. I know what their bubble tea order is. I know when they order their bubble tea. Sure. Uh, now I'm three steps ahead of them. I'm in the bubble tea shop before they even show up, ordering the same order as them. And they say to me, oh my gosh, that's so funny. Ha 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 That's my order. Honeydew with extra large size boba? That's my order. And I go, that's funny because that's my order, which, you know, because I just ordered it. And they say, oh, you're pretty. And then I flip their hair back over their ear, right? Fast forward, uh -huh. fast forward, yep. I am betraying them and taking their money and keeping it for myself. I'm so burying the bodies. <laughs> I'm never telling no one. We made a big leap there, mm -hmm. I think, from you um, getting your boba tea and making somebody fall in love with you yeah. all the way to the part where you have robbed a heist and you're sort of burying the bodies. Mm -hmm. But mm, oh, I would use a gun to, when, when I said I would exploit my knowledge of the heist yeah. to exploit it and be a part of it i would bring a gun to the heist and i'd kill all the other people who were part of the crew and take the money for myself oh okay yeah. even your beloved i didn't really love him it was a con i didn't fall didn't... in i didn't fall in love with them i didn't develop feelings for them i compartmentalized so that would be really hard for me yeah if i was pretending to be in love with somebody i'd probably fall in love with them it's yeah. happened before so let's actually get back to the episode here. So we've opened on a middle school, and even though we don't relate to the characters, we do understand that they are part of the plot. So we'll try our best to describe them. So we open on this. We open on the, the lunchtime cafeteria, yeah. and all the middle schoolers are eating a delicious middle school lunch. Yes, it's a hot, hot sandwich. It's hot, hot sandwich day. <laughs> and, and of course, big glass of milk. Hot, hot sandwich and big glass of milk day. <laughs> if you are, if you're having a hot hot sandwich, you've got to wash it down with a glass, glass of, milk. of milk. And there's also canned peaches for dessert. Of course. So I'll just add that one in. Yeah. Um and the kids they like to sing a song about the beaches. They go um move into the country. Gonna eat a lot of peaches. Uh -huh. We kind of open on some of the cool kids. Yes. Right? And they're all wearing sunglasses and kind of drumming on the lunch table. <laughs> yeah. And they're eating their peaches and yummy, yummy, yummy. Yes. Okay. Now this is a kind of a moment of contrast. Uh-huh. Because we pan over to the kid, line. The line. Now the kids in the line not looking so happy. happy. Definitely the, not wearing sunglasses. Right. Definitely not drumming on a table. Definitely not sort of putting his arm around his 
girlfriend of the day, you know? No, these are kind of loners in a group. And the one at the front is getting into like a little bit of an argument with yes. the um, lunch lady. Lunch marm. Yeah. Lunch lady, lunch marm. Is, is that what you call them, lunch ladies, when you were a kid? Uh, no, I called them lunch marm. Yeah. Oh, so you were sort of, um, quote unquote, code switching, right? So you were using, you figured I used the word lunch ladies. Yes. Kind of trying to. Yeah, trying to yeah. get down on your level. No, I also grew up in a place where we use the word lunch marm. It's <laughs> common, I think. Yeah. Well, we're both from the same place. Yeah, right. The streets. That's right. So the kid in the front is uh, the front of the line. Yeah, he's kind of arguing with the lunch marm, and she's get really she's really giving him what for. Yeah, you know he's got an empty tray. Yeah, like, give me lunch, give me my lunch. And I want my lunch. Right, and whining. She's, it's whining. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. <laughs> she goes. There's nothing at my house. Sniveling ass. Stop your nonsense. Yeah, he's like, I'm hungry, I'm hungry, we have no food at home, and I'm so yeah. hungry. And the lunch yeah. marm just kind of responds, listen, I don't care, kid. You haven't paid for your lunch in the past two days. You have school lunch debt. Mm-hmm. And legally, I cannot give you food. You have to go over there. Mm-hmm. She pulls out a big um, red stamp, actually. Uh-huh. And she actually stamps his uh, forehead. Forehead, yeah. It says denied. Yeah. <laughs> it's this big whoomp. Yeah. And she points over to the losers line. Is that she? She says you have to go over there. Yeah. To the losers line. Yeah, that's where society's <laughs> leeches all are. Yes. So he. So we see this um, Jamuk. He kind of. Um, I think that that's the right word. Kind of a good for nothing. Yeah. Kind of a good for nothing. Yeah. He he walks over. His shoes are untied. Yeah, right? he looks like Pigpen from Peanuts. Comic. He's looking down at the ground as he walks over to yeah. the losers line, where a little um, it was like a it's just like a take. It's just like a you get one cup of gruel. Yeah, basically. And it comes in a dry packet, kind of like how if you were on a space shuttle, you would eat mm-hmm. gruel, and then you have to sort of rehydrate it. Yes, just dehydrated gruel. Yeah, and then, but you can't just do it in the water fountain. You have to pay to get 25 cents because the water fountain's just for drinking. Yeah. So you have to pay 25 cents to get, like, gruel water. We know this because we kind of follow the kid along, right? He goes yeah. over to the drinking fountain, and he actually, so he opens the gruel packet, packet yeah. which looks kind of like an Easy Mac packet yeah you know exactly he opens except it's like homebrew right i mean it's basically it's like um it's not it's not slick printing or whatever it's basically like a styrofoam cup with saran wrap over it yeah with dehydrated gruel in it and he tries to well he tries to cut to the front of the the water fountain line yeah rude rude so already for me i'm not rooting for this kid no i'm rooting for him no i don't think he deserves a single morsel Little leech. Yeah. Little, little leech. I drink your milkshake. I drink it up. That's what he says to the uh, to the kid in the, the water fountain line. He's yeah. very rude. Yeah. He's trying to get the, get the water. Yeah. Because he actually says water. He goes, I drink your milkshake. He's <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I was wrong actually. When I said he said water, I was wrong. He actually did say 
He did say milkshake. I was forgetting because um, <laughs> the reason I had it wrong is I was... You played the clip and everything. I was picturing the water fountain is the problem. Yeah. And I'm a visual thinker. But he's never seen water before, so I think he just assumes he thinks, it's a milkshake. He thinks it's milkshake that comes out of the water fountain. And he, it's also fair for him to be confused <laughs> because we actually pan, we pan or we cut, we, we look over at the other side of the hallway and there is a milkshake fountain for the rich kids. Yes. Right? Yeah. And it doesn't cost money, but it's just for like kind of for rich kids only. Yeah. Like <laughs> if you can free, pay for your lunch, you can get the you, milkshakes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so this kid though, I'm actually kind of rooting for him to get his comeuppance. Yeah. Because I actually was thinking to myself, he's not really been punished yet. I mean- he he has food basically all that has happened is he's gotten rewarded for bad behavior yeah they gave him food when he couldn't pay for it so how's he gonna learn yeah right get a um, job he tries to get drinking fountain water it costs a quarter he doesn't have a quarter he tries to cut to the front of the line that's two strikes and how does he get rewarded for it he does not get beaten and maimed and <sighs> beat down like a, a like a dog a dog so that's a kind of a reward to not have that happen to you. Yeah. So get a job. Not being punished is a reward. And if anything, I would say that's this week's theme. Hey, what's the big idea? Which is also like the theme. Yeah. And it's is it the same to not get pun is is a re- is not getting punished a reward? That was like the kind of the big question. Yeah. And for me, I felt like already answered. Yeah. Very much so. Five minutes into the episode. Yeah. Been answered. Been answered. Asked and answered. Okay. So let's see some punishment. Well. Well, this episode wasn't called Crime and Punishment, my friend. No, it was called Society's Leeches. (laughs) Yeah. So, so we sort of, okay, he's got two strikes. He's not being punished. He figures out where the gruel water is. He pays his 25 cents for that, which he has to ask his friend to borrow. And then mm-hmm. he gets. To- I was surprised actually that he has a friend. I, well, you know, kids that age. So this is something I've noticed is that like people are just sort of friends with people even if they suck. Like mm. all throughout grade school, mm-hmm. middle school, high school, just because of proximity, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of men will maintain those friendships well into adulthood, despite the fact that these people have like really just gone down completely separate paths. And one of them ultimately might be a huge jerk. And the other is kind of like nice and has sort of evolved past that and is like, oh, you know, I'm actually sensitive now or something. Mm. Um, but yeah, they're kind of in the middle point of that whole thing. Damn, Daniel. That is what the friend, the, the main kid's name. Daniel. Daniel. Yeah. Played by Daniel Radcliffe, a young Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> they use the Irishman technology on him. The de-aging. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he looked a little weird, which is another reason I think I didn't like him. Um, his, I think that's fair to say. Because they used the de-aging technology and then there was a lot of acne. He had a lot yeah. of acne makeup. And of course, I never had that. So it's kind of hard for me to relate. Yeah. And it looked I, painful though. Right. And I don't like to think about somebody being in pain. No. So it makes me... Mad. Mad at them. <laughs> a little bit repulsed. Yeah. You know, I kind of resented him. Yeah. You know, I sort of was kind of thinking, you should just put yourself out of your misery already, yeah. buddy. Like... Your life being hard is actually hard on me. It's harder. It's harder for me. Yeah, exactly. You don't know how hard it is for me to watch you like this. Yeah. Like, mm, if I were you, I would have gone on Accutane maybe three different Mm -hmm. times to try to clear that up. And maybe 
only one of the times would have worked and all the rest of the times it came back. And then one time you'd have to maybe go off of it mm-hmm. because you got way too depressed or something. But I don't know what that's like. So you go on clear a sill, you know? Mm-hmm. And if and if the clear sill doesn't work, then um, you just hope how you about you stand by an open window and clear the sill? You know what I'm saying? Jump out it. Oh, send it. <laughs> so I actually thought that pun was pretty inventive. So... Okay, anyway, what we're going to do is um, that is not going to come up in this episode, though. Every kid, no, this kid does not almost kill makes it out alive. Almost all the kids make it out of this episode alive. That's true. 90... Mm. <laughs> 90 minus... Percent. Mi- yeah, I was going to say 90... Well, yeah, 90% of half of the kids make it out alive. Alive. So that's, if you're keeping the math, keeping track of the math at home, that's 45% of the kids. And I'm afraid of numbers, so I can't keep track of the math. But I'm a friend of numbers, so betwixt us both, we can do it. So the kid's name is Daniel, and his friend says, damn Daniel, to him <laughs> when he when he asks him for a quarter for the water. Yeah. Right? Um, the friend goes, damn Daniel, I don't have a quarter. Uh, and so that at this point, I'm kind of saying to myself, finally. Yeah. Finally. Finally, he's being punished. Yeah. Uh, so but what I what I think is interesting is that actually he did give him the quarter because you had said he did because I had said that yeah yeah well you and I this this episode actually actually had a, and watch out for bumping the microphone Sorry. um this episode had that kind of choose your own adventure sort of structure to it right yeah so you and I were watching it on different bus cars yep uh, the side of different bus cars yeah, bus cars. And so you Yeah, bus cars. Yeah. And do would you like me to explain my thinking on that one? Yeah, or? go for it. Okay. So here's what I was thinking. Yeah, it's a bus, but it's also a car. <laughs> no, it's not that. Oh, it's two different buses within a fleet of buses and so each one has like, a separate car. Sort yeah. of like a train. Yeah. There's different cars of a train. So the ch- so a bus is the whole vehicle, right? But the actual body Boo. <laughs> And so why are you booing the whole vehicle? Well, because you're the next thing you're gonna say, I was gonna say, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I I see. Okay. Well, you know what I'm thinking is. The whole vehicle is the bus. Yeah. And then just the part that that kind of the um the part that holds the people in it, that's the car, the bus car. So anything that the driver is not in, basically. I think the driver is in the car. So actually, let's kind of dig into this for a moment here. (laughs) So drivers are people too, Sarah. Not to me. God damn America! <laughs> so anyway, we were watching different choose-your-own-adventure kind of experiences on different buses. Yeah, and my bus did not have a driver. Self-driving. So it was a driverless bus. Yeah. Which is different than a self-driving... A self-driving bus is a type of driverless bus, I suppose. Yeah. But you could have a driverless bus that is not self-driving. It's just rolling down a hill off the side of a mountain driver jumped out oh yeah 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 yeah. i guess if it's in motion it's still being driven is that what you're saying well you could okay so you know the squares and rectangles thing you know like squares are rectangles what you know squares all squares are rectangles that's math but not that's geometry yeah it's shapes four sides okay that's a number 
Let me think of an example that you would understand. <laughs> yeah, give an Let me think ex- of an example you would understand. Oh. Okay, you know how all YouTubers are social media stars? Uh-huh. Well, actually, that's not true because some of them are not stars. So, you know how all... You have one? You have an example? Uh-huh. That you can figure out by feeling since all, you don't understand the math one? Uh-huh. All lions are cats, but not all cats. Lions. Yeah, exactly. All lions are cats, but not all cats are lions. All self-driving buses are driverless buses, uh-huh. but not all driverless buses are self-driving. V for Vendetta guy is a type of joker. Yes, but not, not all jokers, jokers are V for, v for Vendetta, Vendetta guys. guy. But your bus in this case was self-driving and you were watching the show on the side of it. Yeah. So you and I had different approaches. You were... <laughs> yeah, he gave him the quarter in mine. In yours. Yeah. yeah. And on mine, he I chose the option. He doesn't give him the quarter. Yeah, because you really wanted to see him punished. And these both, these branches, both kind of end up... Coming back to the same... Place. Almost immediately. Yeah. And then for the rest of the episode, it's pretty much... We only got that one option, right? <laughs> yeah. But there was different endings, right? Yeah. So, like, the whole thing was pretty much the same. And the only thing that I could see that it really affected was, like, immediately when you chose it and uh-huh. then at the very end. Yes, yeah. You know, yeah, everything yeah, else yeah. in between is pretty much the same. Totally. So, immediately when you chose yours, where he does get the water. Uh-huh. Do you remember what happened in yours right after you got the water? Yeah, cop came. And what happened with yours right after he didn't get the water? So, in yours, he got the water. And then it was, like, you hear the whoop, whoop. That's the, That's sound the sound of, of the, the police. police. And the cops showed up. Yeah. Right? And Wouldn't it be fun if we had a soundboard that was just us doing fun things? Like us in tandem doing that or like going, uh-oh. Okay, so or we could pull some of those. Sure. Let's do the uh-oh one real quick here. Okay. Uh-oh. uh-oh. And then It actually maybe wouldn't be fun. Yeah, I'm thinking it's no good. But it was a nice idea. Yeah. It was a nice idea, though, wasn't it? What's that? I don't know. It's something... <laughs> something stupid? Pass, like a passive-aggressive mom would say or something. Oh, you know? yeah. That's a nice idea. It was a nice idea. You looked like you were having fun up there. There we go. And that's what people say to us all the time when we're doing our live podcast yeah. out on the street corner. Right. They say it a little bit more like an indictment. Yeah. Sort of. Mm-hmm. You guys look like you're having fun over there. Yeah. Kind of like you're in my way. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> so, in in mine, it was basically like he didn't get the quarter. Right. He tries to steal the water. Right. And it goes and it, instead of whoop whoop. That's the, the sound, sound of, of the, the police. police. It was breaking the law, breaking the law, and then the cop showed up. Yep. So that was kind of a fun little feature of this week's interactive storytelling agree agree so cops show up and it's whom monica one of our main characters in the show yeah she's played by courtney, courtney cops. cops uh cop monica has all of her lackeys and they're sort of like have you all had your gruel and the kids are like yeah we're all eating it right now and they go good see you in a couple seconds <laughs> I was sort of confused by that, honestly. <laughs> yeah, me too. I was like, um, you're seeing them right now. 
So you're like literally in front of them. Yeah. Talking to them. But then it made sense when one of the kids passed out. Thunk. Thunk. thunk Falls thunk. to the floor. Hits yeah. their head on the floor. <laughs> Real hard. <laughs> really hard. Kid passes out. All the other kids, all the rich kids laugh, laugh, laugh. <laughs> so all these kids are passing you out. You fell on your noggin. Yep. They said. Yeah. So they're all falling on their noggins and laughing. each other's noggins. <laughs> superintendent is there. The superintendent also was laughing. there doing a um, quality check and on flossing. The school. <laughs> and flossing. Doing <laughs> and so on your version, were they doing the floss dance like the backpack kid from Instagram? Yes. Okay, because on mine, they were flossing their teeth. Okay, so we're finding some inconsistencies. Yeah, because they had had corn for lunch. Because, oh. Uh, because that it was, was in the peaches. It was in the. <laughs> as part of the peaches. So. <laughs> Because they actually make the peaches out of corn. That's right. It sort of is like, um, like feed-grade peaches. <laughs> it's like a USDA guideline. Yeah. So Because you have to get a certain number corn, of servings of corn yeah. every day Yeah. if you're a kid. Because the so corn lobby, the corn they, yeah. growers have lobbied the government enough. For your penis to grow. <laughs> right? Because they say, you know, you got to get vitamin C, which is... The vitamin that's in corn. Yeah, vitamin corn. And they actually put an asterisk by it. Not vitamin C. Um, <laughs> and also vitamin K is vitamin corn. Corn. And so, ngaina, ngaina, feeling like a freak on a leash. So. Who's that? Um, superintendent's flossing some of the corn out of her teeth, girl boss. And. She does a kind of Nancy Pelosi clap <laughs> where she holds her hands out, does a Pelosi clap, uh, this exaggerated, sarcastic clap. Okay, in mine, she picked up a piece of somebody's paper and just sort of ripped it. Ooh. Yeah, and everybody goes, oh. Hashtag girl boss moment. Yeah, and then the kid comes over and sort of just takes the paper and then she reaches out to shake the kid's hand and the kid denies it and then everybody goes, Ooh, Ooh. again. So yeah, the kids all pass out, sort of crack their heads onto the ground. The kid, the gruel eating kids. The yeah. gruel kids, yeah. The rich kids are loving it. They're kind of clapping along with the superintendent, and the um, and then they start to, and then the uh, Monica, she says to the kids, she goes, "What should we do with them? Right? Because all the kids that were eating the gruel, the the, the kids with lunch debt, they all pass out, hit their mm-hmm. heads on the floor, like yep. you said. Everybody's cheering, and the um. Monica goes, what should we do with them? And all the kids, they start to go, lock them up, lock them up, lock them up. Their voices are breaking. Yes, children. Children. And so they do. Yep, they Toss do. them in a paddy wagon. Toss them in a paddy wagon. And... Knick-knack, paddy wagon, give a dog a bone. That's what the cops are kind of saying. Is that what that... Is knick-knack, paddy wagon, is that um, adjacent to paddy wagon? That's interesting. Uh, I'm not sure. I thought of it because it sounds the same, but I guess I could see paddy whack. You know, it could be like the uh, thing they hit you on the butt. The night, the nightstick or whatever they're when hitting you. When you get in there, yeah. N- Nick knack paddy whack. Give a dog a bone. I don't know. Interesting. Anyway, listeners, if you know the meaning of the song Nick knack paddy whack, don't tell us to Google it. Google it for us. That's from this old man, right? Yes, this old man, he played one. He played knick-knack on my thumb? Thumb, yes. I was going to say bum, but it makes much more sense. For on the my old thumb. 
my tum. And even that makes me a little uncomfortable. Yeah, same. I'm not sure I want the, the old man to be playing knickknack. The only thing an old man's allowed to touch is my freaking thumb. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And you're played. doing that one all the time. So yeah. when we're out here busking and doing our podcast live on the street. That's how I make extra money. <laughs> Let an old man touch my thumb. Yeah. And he can pull it for double. Yeah. So. Pays 50. I'll put it up there first. Yeah. Work sucks. In my so I thought vagina. this was interesting because it. That little pig. That'll do. This was the Get end. Get it kind of kinda wet and stinky. <laughs> so this was the end of the act. So we um, almost, almost <laughs> sort of. Basically, she throws him in the paddy wagon. No, yeah, and then we had intermission. Yeah. So the intermission was uh, what we like to call it because it makes us feel like we're watching theater, right? And, and we're we kind of high class. Lo- yes, we love theater. Because we actually do the busking at the corner of Chicago Avenue and Chicago Boulevard where we do our live podcast. And that's pretty much in the Chicago's theater district. Yep. So all the big Broadway theaters yep. are right there Uh huh. Um, in a skyscraper. So <laughs> stacked one on top of yeah. the other one. So all the people that we see walking by are often rich guys wearing pinstripes with tails and big theater monocles. Yep. <laughs> top hat women wearing um ball gown ball gown long <laughs> a, long and a, um, gloves and a the um i'm holding my hand above my head to indicate a little hat like a fascinator yeah wearing fascinators they like to wear the fascinators yeah um big theater goggles yeah in a way headphones are kind of a fascinator kind of are headphones a hat all headphones are hats, but not all hats are headphones. Exactly. So the intermission was a commercial for um, Ballpark, I'll be Franks. Lexapro. It was kind of a double commercial rolled into one. So the commercial yeah. was Owned by the same company. So the commercial will actually explain it to you. Uh, so it was, it was basically, um, we, <laughs> we opened on a mommy who is very, very sad. We open on a very, very sad mommy, and she won't come Black out and of white, her, or it's like in grayscale. Black scale. and white, grayscale, yeah. She won't come out of her bedroom to... There's a kid coming yep. up to... Tugging on the bedspread at the side of the bed. Mommy, mommy, come play with me. Come play with me. I won't be eight forever. <laughs> and the mommy looks sort of almost drunk with sadness. Yeah. Very sad. Yeah. Um, and... She says, I don't care. She, she goes, I don't care. <laughs> I kind of don't care. care. And so the girl, the little kid, is it a girl or is it a, a boy? I can, it was kind of there. That Doesn't I, matter. I they had a bolt cut. They And we never saw their face <laughs> or really any of their features. No. Could have been a ghost. No. So they run down the stairs <laughs> and kind of trip. Do you her. think it was a ghost? Well, I think that if they're a ghost, then the physics of what happens next would be a little confusing because they actually managed to handle some things. But maybe ghosts can carry things in the world of this commercial. They can. Okay, so they're probably a ghost then. So they go down and they say to their daddy, who is... And that would make sense why the mommy was so sad then. (laughs) Kid died. Kid died. 
And so the kid says to the daddy, who also at this point, probably a ghost because we never saw his face either. The kid goes, your mommy won't play with me. Mommy would never play with me anymore. <laughs> and the daddy goes, mommy needs her medicine. Right? Yeah. And so he goes he says, to the fridge. Goes to the fridge. Takes out. <laughs> takes out a hot dog. Yes, ballpark. I'll ballpark. Be I'll be Frank. Puts in them, pokes a couple holes in it with a mm-hmm. fork. Puts it in the microwave mm-hmm. for thirty seconds. Watches it spin around, and the kid goes, "Yay, yay, yay!" Takes it out, puts it in a bun, and then um, goes to the medicine cabinet. Pulls down a bottle, a pill bottle. Um, Lexapro. Yep. Opens it up. Takes a pill out. Crushes it. Well, hold on. Okay. Yeah, Remember, sorry, he takes thing. the one pill out yeah. and he crushes it. Yeah. And then he snorts that. Yep. <laughs> he says, he looks at the ghost kitten and says, one for daddy. Mm-hmm. And then he takes another one out, puts it down, crushes that, and um, he goes, <laughs> snorts it again and goes, one more for daddy. He does that 10 or 11 times. <laughs> yep. And then finally, he takes the last one out, crushes it up. And the and kid s- is counting along with him. Yep. One, two, three. And then he takes the final one and sprinkles it like salt bay on top of the um, hot dog. One for mommy, one for mommy, one for mommy. And he goes, ooh, this is celery salt. This is a Chicago-style hot dog. Yes. And then he hands it to the kid and he goes, why don't you bring this to your mom? Mm -hmm. And the kid goes, it's just a hot (laughs) It's just a plain hot dog. There's nothing on it except for... Um, the bun and medicine and dad goes just how your mom likes it mm-hmm. and so then the kid brings it up to the mom and the mom goes I thought I told you to go away yeah. <laughs> and the kid says but I brought you your favorite and the mom rolls over and sees the hot dog with medicine crumbled on top mm-hmm. of it and goes <sighs> okay and then that's the end of the commercial it turns to color for like one single frame. <laughs> and she almost if you pause it which you can't because it showed on the side of the bus if you pause it though you can see that she starts to smile in that frame yep almost barely that was the intermission so then we come back to the episode and the kids are in the paddy wagon and it pulls up to the front of a big ominous warehouse industrial looks bad yeah no windows and then it cuts again and i'm thinking to myself Shouldn't that have been before the intermission? So I actually have a reason why I thought it did that. Okay. I think it was um, sort of a streaming error, right? Where oh. they they use some kind of an auto, they use like an algorithm, like a software algorithm to insert the ads into the TV show. Yep. And they just probably got the wrong insert. Totally. Point. This has happened yeah. to me before. Right. Because yeah. maybe, maybe um, one of the scenes before took a little longer than they had planned for. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So we kind of, yeah, so we see them dump, you know, um, uh, they, well, they pull up right before it cuts. Monica has one line. She mm-hmm. goes, she goes, uh, ho- she goes, home sweet home. Yeah. And like opens the doors of the paddy wagon and all the kids tumble out. All the mm-hmm. basically passed out unconscious doped up kids. Yeah. Um, Cause they got doped up on the, gr- oh, we didn't, I don't know if we actually explained that the gruel had been. Um, oh, the, was what made them pass it out. Oh, I thought that was obvious. Well, it was maybe obvious to you and me because we are really sharp viewers. 
Well, I think, too, if you were watching it, you got it because then they did a zoom in on the uh, packets of gruel and it just said dope on them. Mm-hmm. Kid dope. <laughs> yeah, dope for kids. Dope for kids. So after we pull up to the warehouse scenario, mm-hmm. um, we go to a new location, which is Chandler's law office. And he's sort of sitting there, feet propped up on the desk, leaning back, sort of tossing a baseball in one hand Mm -hmm. idly and scrolling through his phone on the other. And he's looking at Twitter and he's sort of cackling at mean posts and sort of dreaming up what he might post himself. Mm -hmm. And he sees a video in -hmm. his feed that's not really getting a lot of traction, but seems sort of important. One of the kids at the school, I guess something like a, middle class kid somebody who like can afford a school lunch but wasn't like a rich kid making fun of them took a video on his phone of the kids getting hauled off and said this is not normal mm-hmm. and chandler watches it and he goes what's going on so he starts dming with this kid and he's like what's yeah. going on and the kid's like they didn't pay their school lunch debt so basically they, d- they do the part of what we just saw yeah exactly pretty much they talked they pretty much discussed the whole thing yeah and then Chan- Chandler was like, and in it. your one, did the superintendent floss their teeth or did they floss the dance? And, and the kid is like, there's only one one. It's yeah. my life. Yeah. And it's ending one minute at a time. I'm always, I'm always saying that. Right. So Chandler goes into a little bit of sadness about thinking about this. Oh, right? big time. And he's thinking, okay, I've been able to afford meals my entire life. Right. Even when I was a pig, I could afford a meal. And that was something, if you haven't been listening to the show before, Chandler grew up as a pig. <laughs> so that's all you really need to know about that. But now yeah. he's actually a big a lawyer. city lawyer. Yep. So miracles can happen and dreams can come true. Right. And he makes mm, six figures at his bank where he works. And which is run out of a law office, which is where I said he was before. Yeah. And yeah. So anyway, he's rich guy. Rich and boy. He works with a bunch of other rich people. Yes. So he kind of starts to think for himself. For once. What can I do? What should I do? I want to help. I want to get these kids out of the situation. And he asks on DM, he says, do you know how much these kids owed? And the mm-hmm. other kid goes, well, you know, um, probably like around a thousand dollars. And Chandler goes, each? And the kid goes, no, it's like, no. It's like five bucks a piece. Five bucks a piece, yeah. thousand dollars total. Yeah. And Chandler goes, thanks. And he signs off the computer. And he, or the, Smell you later. And uh, he, he starts thinking, he goes, I should really do something about this. Yeah. You know? And his wheels are start turning. And <laughs> his wheels are start turning. And he comes up with an idea. So I actually was... I was because when he said I should do something about this, you know, I said to myself, oh, boy. Yeah. What's he going to do? Oh, God. Oh, here we go again. Yeah. Classic freaking Chandler bleeding heart. Bleeding SJW. Yeah. Always wants to save the day. Yeah. Real white knight. What is he going to do? He's going to go down to the stable, going to steal a white horse and get ride uh, white knight's town. armor. Yeah, ride into town. Learn to ride the horse, then ride into town. Yeah, put blinders on it and then sort of put it, hook it up to a carriage and then sort of take people around downtown. So that he can make a little, and but that's not paying you that much money. No. Right? So you're not going home with a lot of pocket money if you're doing horse that. Horse is hard to 
upkeep. So you're not really going to save enough fast enough to get the kids out off their lunch debt right. by driving a horse and carriage. No way. I mean, because you've laid out for buying the horse, probably, unless you stole it. Mm-hmm. Um, in which case you're actually on the run from the law. Yeah. So probably not a good idea to be running a business not where you're in a one good place look. all the time. Yeah. You're going to actually go on the run. Yeah. Okay. Well, now you're on the run. So yeah. how are you going to be making money when you're on the run? Stealing, I guess, more? Wearing a mask, just... going to work at Dunkin' Donuts? And so why I wear the mask? Oh, like a mask that looks like someone's face. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. like putting on... Food hygiene mask also. Yeah. Or Sanitary. like putting on like... Um... Coronavirus. Uh-huh. That'll be funny when we're dead from it. You don't um, want to get it. No. Or give it. The gift that's worse to give than it is to get. Or something. The point is... Something kind of like that. Well, it's the gift just that's, as bad. It's worse to get. The gift that's just as bad to give as it is to get. I like that one. Thank you. I like that one. But this is all just kind of a fantasy that we're spinning out between me and Sarah. This didn't really happen on the show. No. What happened was Chandler, he goes, I got an idea. Yep. And then. Sets up a web page on kickstarter.com. Right. Says, please help um, kids with school lunch debt. I know it sounds bad, but actually it's not that bad. um, To help them. To help them. It's not that bad. Yeah, it's not that bad to help them. He explains why. He says, you know, it seems like it's bad because you're... It's kind of aiding and abetting that behavior. Right, not teaching them a lesson. Right. And he explains why it's not so bad. Yeah, because, hey, they're kids. They don't have jobs. Right. And he goes, and honestly, and he makes a video for it. You know, he kind of... Yeah. We actually saw Hi, I'm Chandler. We saw him try to shoot this a few times. Yeah. Hi, I'm Chandler. Hey, I'm Chandler. You might know me from being a lawyer. Maybe you know me from when I was a pig. But no matter how you know me, you know that I care about kids. And today I saw a tweet about kids that I just can't overlook. Yeah, I only read about half of it. But that was all it took to pull at my heartstrings. Yeah. Here's the situation. The kids, they can't afford lunch. And they've not been able to afford lunch for a couple days now. And they got hauled away. All because of what? Five bucks? Ten bucks? Fifteen bucks? Twenty bucks? You have to keep doing this, Ben. I can't do them. And he goes all the way up to a thousand. So the video gets quite long. So he goes all the way up to a thousand and he goes, a thousand bucks or about that much. Not quite sure. Asked a kid how much it was and that's what he said. Anyway, please donate. If you donate and I make and I collect eleven hundred dollars, I'll figure out what to do with the money and to help these kids out. Maybe I'll pay for like one one of the kids' meals for the next couple of days or something. And then he goes, P.S. <laughs> you might be wondering why I asked for $1,100 when the amount of debt that the kids owe is $1,000. And he goes, well, that's because my time isn't free. I have billable hours just like anybody else with a white-collar job. I charge $600 an hour. 
So And I figure it's going to take a well, little bit over an hour to raise this money. Yeah, so I added on $100 <laughs> because I charge $600 an hour, and it'll take me about an hour. And he goes, don't think too hard about it. Thanks. <laughs> so then he posts that video. I mean, we saw him do that 15 times. He yeah, tries, at least. Just holding his front-facing camera yeah. up. Well, and it kept, like, the light kept streaming in through the windows. We were mm-hmm. in, he would either be backlit or he'd be too lit. Or, yeah. And then he would, like, somebody walk into his office while he was talking or, like, his assistant his would bring, yeah, his assistant would be bringing him coffee and we yeah. sort of saw him freak out at that. Oh, he screamed at her. Yeah. Harry told you not to bring me fucking coffee. That's what he said. Yeah. And she goes, no, no, no I you love, love coffee. You always are yelling at me to bring you more coffee. You walk in in the morning and you say, don't talk to me until you've brought me my coffee. He goes, haven't I told you not to correct me when I'm screaming at you? And she goes, no, you've literally like, no, we haven't talked about this. And he goes, okay. Thank you for the coffee. (laughs) Thank you. Now go. Bye. Why are you still here? <laughs> so, he, so he's got a screw or two loose. <laughs> yeah. Um, Bye. <laughs> so he gets the thing set up and he starts taking his laptop around the, um, around the office and he's trying to get uh, donations from his, from all the other lawyers that are like working out in the cubicle. So he has a nice corner yeah. office. <laughs> Big corner office. Uh huh. <laughs> takes the fundraiser out, and he goes to basically the paralegals, the assistants, the first year associates, mailroom people. Yeah, oh, first stop, he goes to the mailroom. Yeah, right. And he kind of tries to bully people into donating to this thing. Yeah. Do you right? not? Oh, do you not have? Have you never met a kid? Mm, do you not care about a kid? He goes, oh, I guess I'm mm, I'm Rob from the mailroom, and I don't actually care about kids. And yeah. the guy goes, uh, it's Tom. Yeah. And actually, I have three kids at home. You might care about them more than anything in the world. Yeah. The guy who played that guy, the mailroom guy, that was um, Seth Rogen. Yeah. So it was kind of a nice role for him. Yeah. Because you don't usually see him in that sort of... Being a dad. Straight man, dad. Yeah. Father role. Right. Uh, there's no real. They didn't really use him for comedy, and I actually thought that that was a m- sort of a misstep, maybe. Yeah. From the director of this episode. Yeah, it was interesting because it. I I thought it was funny when he then fell into a huge pile of letters and envelopes mm-hmm. and stuff, mm-hmm. but. I can see why you'd think that. They didn't play it for laughs. Mm-mm. It was like a tragic <laughs> moment. No, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, this was a nice piece of directing from Todd Phillips, who did <laughs> The Joker and Hangover 3 and everything. And he he did do a nice job playing that for tragedy. So basically, Seth, the, the Rob guy, or Tom, or whatever his name is. Yeah, I we mean, never really figured that out. Yeah, I mean, Chandler says it's Rob. Yeah, but the and guy says it's Tom, so well, it's like, it's believe? probably Rob. It's probably, because Chandler's got uh, a lawyer's degrees. degree. Seven of them. Yeah. And so Rob, he, so what actually happens is Chandler has the coffee. And he, I was going to say it's funny, but it really wasn't. Um, <laughs> like you said, Chandler has the coffee, right? And yep. it has a lot of creamer in it, because that's the way he likes it. 
Because mm-hmm. the assistant says, there's a lot of creamer in it. It's the way you like it. So that's how I knew that. Yep. And, he, and we've also seen that in other episodes. Oh, yeah. Oh, a lot, like in the hero he's house. He's a 10 pump jump. Yeah, a lot of times in the hero house, somebody will see him making coffee and they'll be like, whoa, you want some coffee with that creamer? <laughs> yeah. He is a 10 pump chump. <laughs> yeah. So he has a, so and a 10 pump chump is he puts 10 pumps of the creamer in, but, and I know you might be thinking if you're a listener to this show, mm, 10 pumps is not that much creamer. Well, he has a special mod- <laughs> modified extra long bump. Wait, what would be, do you pump creamer? Yeah, you know, it's like, well, we, you've seen the show. He uses the pump, the like, it's like a coffee mate pump. You know, like, have you ever been to a coffee shop and they have the... No. Okay. You've been to a coffee shop. Mm-mm. Okay. You've been to a restaurant or somewhere like a bar or something. Yeah, but only to f- watch the show. You've been to a 7-Eleven? Oh, yeah. Okay. You know how they get the thing that you press down the coffee mate thing you press down like a it's almost like a um have you ever seen one of those hershey's bottles hershey's chocolate syrup but oh it's a sure pump instead of a pour yeah it's like that yeah so the creamer pump is a 7-eleven a coffee shop yeah but it's not all coffee, coffee shops shop. are 7-eleven there we go i get my sushi there smoke weed every day Anyway, he's a 10-pump chump, but he uses an extra-long pump. So one pump actually is equal to about three creamers. Mm. Sounds like my husband. I love it. That fat piece of shit. I drink your milkshake. That's what you always say to him. Yeah. Anyway, Chandler <coughs> spills his... He spills his coffee, right? Yeah. Because... Um, he he basically says to Rob, he goes hold. The, <laughs> he goes hold this, and uh, holds the coffee out to Rob, and Rob doesn't take it, but Chandler just drops it. <laughs> yeah, and then Rob sort of slips in the coffee, and then slips in it. Yeah, falls into like a huge pile of papers and letters, <laughs> yeah. and it just all goes flying and gives a big gash. Yeah, on his, big paper cut. Yeah, on his neck. Yeah, carotid bleeds ar- out. Carotid artery bleeds yeah. out. Carotid artery. Right. And Chandler goes. So they actually. So they don't play the Seth Rogen thing for a laugh because no. Seth Rogen. It looks really sad. What's happening? I felt like I was watching Save a Private Ryan or something. Yeah. But then Chandler. Uh huh. He when he's walking starts away, laughing. Yeah, he starts laughing. He goes, "That went well." <laughs> so Chandler's Kickstarter sort of goes bad. Yeah. Um, but we, before we know the extent of how bad it goes bad, um, we go back to the warehouse. So the kids are there and what are they doing? Well, it actually appears that they are, um, using computers. So they're all kind of, um, they're all like sitting around in this kind of open office environment and they each have like multiple screens in front of them. So they've got like a whole kind of array of devices out. You Tablet, know, laptop, MacBook, PC book, mm-hmm. regular reading book. No, no way. Cell phone, Android phone, yep. iPhone, yeah, iPod Nano, Zune, and they're posting on social media. Yep, they're making like they're just like all using all these puppet accounts. Uh-huh. And making posts to promote the presidency campaign of Mayor, Mayor Lisa, Lisa Kudrow. Kudrow. 
And I, at this point, I was like, okay, here we go. I love this idea. This is yeah. this is very innovative. She's creating jobs, basically, yep. and punishment at the same time. Yeah. She's pretty much like, you know, there sort of is a saying in that's like, you know, if you don't have, if prison labor didn't exist, it would be necessary to invent it. So that's kind of a saying that... Is it? Yeah, people use that saying. So... Who? Well economists so i've read economics books and it's been in there okay okay you want to know how i got in there the saying oh yeah no okay wait do i want to know do you want to know yeah i wrote it with a pen (laughs) nice (laughs) god so the kids are all kind of working 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 typing typing away and what's interesting too is they've sort of already created a power structure a, a hierarchy there like some of the kids are managing other kids helping them punch up their posts yeah um sort of like there's like a couple of managers who are like leading teams of 15 other kids and mm-hmm. all that stuff so they have a whole kind of scrum situation yeah going big on, scrum board where they're moving post-its around yeah they all have outlook and People are constantly throwing touch bases or mm-hmm. circle backs on them and all that good stuff. So they kind of have an op- a radical transparency, uh, like a radical honesty, um, hierarchy, hierarchy management system kind yep. of happening where they've got these different pods of people, but people are giving each other feedback and acting on constructive criticism in real time. And I actually found it kind of inspiring. Yeah, I think, I mean, kids should learn that stuff young. I think. Mm -hmm. And especially in this like fast paced world, it's like, you're going to want to know that stuff Mm -hmm. before you're even in high school. Absolutely. Yeah. Doors are locked from the outside so they can't get out. Yep. But they have snacks. They have water. Mm -hmm. Fiji water. Fiji water. The kids uh, don't seem to have it too bad. No, I actually thought, you know, hey, I wouldn't mind having an office look like that. Yeah. I love Mm -hmm. the startup life. Exposed Mm -hmm. brick wall. Mm Mm-hmm. Kind of a sparkling water on tap. There's big uh, kind of graffiti style mural or whatever on the wall. Yeah, but it just says thrive. Loved that. Yeah. I thought that that was such a motivating motto for life. Yeah. Especially for these kids. Absolutely. As they're, you know, click, click, clack. These are kids who haven't made something of themselves. Not yet. Outside of the system. Exactly. Now they're in the system. Well, I think that inside the system, they're going to break the system. That's exactly. what I'm thinking. So, so basically, like Google good. if it worked for kids, and yeah. there's like a roller coaster inside. Oh, yeah. We forgot to mention the roller coaster. It was cool. Um, none of the kids actually were riding it because it looked to me like they were enjoying what they were doing so much. Yeah. And I also, <laughs> and I also had a big sign on it that said, um, closed for maintenance. It did. And yeah. you, Oh, it also had a, you must be this tall to ride. And it mm-hmm. was like five five so like only a couple of the kids could ride it kind of like the seltzer fountain also had that on it yeah it must be five five to ride right and close for maintenance yeah um and some of the snack bowls had that out on them yeah it must be five five to ride and close for maintenance um and then i think we saw that kind of the bathrooms also had that on there but yeah you know whatever must be five five to ride the bidets right and uh interestingly enough uh-huh caught monica she actually was wearing a she actually we saw for her because mm-hmm. we actually saw a scene um where she was changing i guess <laughs> you remember that scene? oh how could i forget yeah. 
So it was kind of, it seemed gratuitous. Yeah. Sort of. She just pretty much goes into the dressing room and changes. The dressing room. <laughs> yeah. In the warehouse. And so. The only place that's not closed for maintenance. Well, I think it's because these actors, you know, David Swimmer, Matt LeBlanc, Matthew Perry, Courtney Copps, Jennifer Aniston, Aniston with Joe Pesci on her head. Mary Lisa Kudrow, all these actors. Yeah. They all pretty much have a nudity clause yeah. in their contracts that says that they have to be shown nude at least twice an episode right so cop monica she takes her clothes off and she actually had a um like a tattoo i guess it was on her lower back what would you call that yeah lower back lower back tattoo and um it says uh bumper sticker the thing it's called a bumper sticker my stomach just rumbled so loud sorry if that was on the mic um you would call that kind of tattoo a bumper sticker Oh, no, that's what it said. It said bumper sticker. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That one said bumper sticker. Yeah. But then the one... But in, like, beautiful script. She had one on her inner thigh, though, that said... Um, <laughs> that said... Uh, that said, must be 6'4 to ride. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. And then, actually, it had an ellipsis, you know? And it said... Um, just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> and then it had another ellipsis and said, unless you're 6'4. Yes. Yeah. And then the one on the other th- thigh, <laughs> the other inner thigh, said, anybody can ride for free. And, and then parentheses. <laughs> never mind. So you can't actually say never mind. You got to say the thing you're going to say. <laughs> and then parentheses. And then parentheses, it said, read this thigh second. Yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of funny because the instructions for it came at the end of the tattoo but i guess it's kind of one of those things where like probably the tattoo artist had started to make the parenthesis and she had said to them wait 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 wait," and they said sorry it's what do you want me to put in there now yeah she goes well Uh, say read this second read this tattoo second yeah and i guess it depends on the perspective of how you're looking at her inner thighs maybe you'd read it different right yeah yeah I mean, it seemed like we were filming this one probably with a gopro oh it was like strapped to a guy's dick or something (laughs) yeah probably and i mean it definitely sounded like to me right to me it sounded like we could kind of hear um, when it got hard and when it got soft yeah because you go like a slide whistle yeah Um, or like a dick getting hard and a dick getting soft and then we heard a guy's voice that sounded like um, Jason Alexander, you know, George Costanza from Seinfeld. Sure. It sounded like he kept going like, uh, like we heard a voice off uh-huh. camera. Yes. It sounded like it was behind the camera that to me sounded like it was him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So that was kind of, I was putting and two And why do you think together. it was him? Because the voice sounded like. Yeah, but what was he saying? Oh, the voice? Um, he was saying, um. I'm having sex. I'm having sex right now. I'm doing it. I'm really doing it. That's what he said. So the GoPro was... It wasn't sort of like really a George type line. It was just... Kind of <laughs> so the GoPro was attached to his dick. <laughs> and, <laughs> and we see the inside of Cop Monica's thighs enough to read both of the tattoos. Yeah. And then we hear Jason Alexander <laughs> say, 
I'm having sex. I'm having sex right now. Oh, I forgot he said Jerry. He goes, <laughs> I'm having sex, Jerry. I'm having it. So that's why it went dark a bunch of times. Yeah, that, I think that was why it went dark a bunch of times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got it. Well, anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, so wait, why was she in the dressing room? What was she Because of the nudity clause. Right, but you... Well, she put her... You saw it. She put her same clothes back on after she took them off. She took the clothes off that she was wearing. Okay? Come on, Sarah. It's the simplest thing in the world. Wait. You saw this scene. She goes in the dressing room, right? She says to the kids, keep working. She goes... And don't come in here. She said, if you got time to lean, you got time to clean. Mm-hmm. And she goes in and don't come in here. She hangs her clothes for maintenance and sign back out. Po- pokes her head back out and says and if there's a guy walking around with a gopro on his dick you can let him come in here she did say that one yeah and i was actually wondering why she had said that until we, we saw, saw the, next the guy with the scene. dick she takes her clothes off she kind of looked at herself in the mirror and she says mommy looky and mommy likey <laughs> yeah and, and then she pauses and she goes what have i become yeah that was actually, I thought, a funny, really funny moment <laughs> because for me, I said to myself, uh, oh, fucking badass bitch. Yeah. Girl boss. And then Slay. remember she kind of sits up on the counter, kind of spreads her legs and everything. And then George Costanza George walks in. in. The sex music started to play. Right. Right. Was like... They start to kind of kiss each other <laughs> on each other's faces. And yeah, and she's already and... naked, but he's still wearing a shirt. But we can't see him anyway. But she, she does say, let's take that shirt off. And he goes, no, 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 I'd like to keep it on. <laughs> he goes, the shirt stays on. Exactly. The shirt stays on. Exactly. And then they have sex. Mm-hmm. I'm having sex, Jerry. I'm having it. Yep. And then. Then they have a cigarette. Yeah. yeah. So well, sh- first he comes and then he says, "Did you?" And she says, "No, not really." And then they have a cigarette. Yeah. And then we actually cut back to the law office to kind of see how things are going with Chandler. Bad. Can't so things get are going a really bad. Penny. Can't get a cent. Yeah. Um, his coworkers have all kind of turned against him, and he goes, uh, "Fine, I'll just have to do it myself." Yeah, I'm going rogue. And he goes into his lawyer cabinet and he gets out a lot of guns. Yeah. And so he's got all the guns and he... And somebody says, hey, aren't those illegal here? His assistant walks in and says that. And he goes, what have I told you about walking in when I'm in my gun closet? And telling me that the guns are illegal. Mm Mm-hmm. And I remember what she said back to him, of course. Yeah. She goes, nothing? Yeah, you haven't told me a single word about that. Never heard this come up once before. Didn't even know you had a gun closet. And he goes, well, I do. And then sort of whips around and sort of points the gun at her. Mm -hmm. And she's like, all right. Sounds good. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And then he goes, (laughs) bye-bye. Yeah. We see her out in the hall, right? And she goes, uh, and she's... um. She's holding a. I was gonna. I was. Gonna, I was thinking about whether to say what was in the next scene or not, but or in this next part of the scene or not. But she's actually. We see that she's actually holding the pin on a grenade. About yeah. To, they pulled it out. Yeah. And she says to herself, "Not today, Jennifer. 
not today. today. Uh but so Chandler, he he basically, he's got all this strapped up with his guns. And then he goes, what am I even doing? I don't even know where these kids are. That's right. Oh, well, I guess I'm going to have to use the internet and figure it out. So he goes to actually a tweet location analyzer or whatever. And <laughs> yeah, he just starts running all of these tweets that sort of look the same yeah. through that algorithm. He goes, patterns, patterns. I'm looking for patterns. Patterns, patterns everywhere. Patterns, patterns. Yes, I care. And because remember, listeners, he doesn't even know that the kids are tweeting for Mary Lisa Kudra. <laughs> so I was asking myself, like, why does he even go to this website, right? Yeah. Well, patterns. So he's That's looking right. for, he goes, he goes, yeah, patterns, patterns everywhere. Patterns, patterns. Yes, I care. Um, patterns, patterns fu- on a shelf. Patterns, patterns. I'm no elf. Patterns, patterns on the floor. Patterns, patterns on the door. Patterns, patterns in the air. Patterns, patterns everywhere. And then he actually added one more rhyme in also, which I thought was kind of funny. Um, (laughs) He goes, uh... (laughs) Yeah, it was really good. It was really good. He goes, um... Have to find the girls and boys... Have to find the signal. Er, okay, it goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was really, really good. He goes, have to find the girls and boys. Find the signal in the noise. That was worth adding. Really good. Yeah. So, anyway, he finds it. Yeah. Right? I mean, it pretty much, twi- like, the software returns a result that goes, yeah, here it is. It's a pin drop on a map. Yeah, and then he goes, patterns, patterns. Yes, I'm done. Patterns, patterns. Now let's have some fun. And he goes down and gets in his Maserati and sort of and just drives uh, fast. Yeah, and sort of um, uh, sprays and prays out the window. Oh, <laughs> as yeah. As he like, rips out of the parking yeah, lot. Yeah, he's kind of shooting his, his AK-47 up in the air um, really fast. Yeah. And it's loud. <laughs> and he shows up at the warehouse. Yep. And he kind of busts in. I mean, he pretty much unlocks. He opens the door. And yeah. He goes in and he sees. Uh, he sees um, like the kids or whatever working. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And it doesn't goes, look so bad. He goes like, "Oh, I could get used to this." Yeah. I was kind of just forgetting what happened in the scene because it was actually very straightforward. He pretty yeah. much shows up. He sees the kids. He goes, uh, where's the chief's office? And the kids are like, it's up there. Yeah. So you're not allowed in unless you're Jason Alexander with a GoPro on your dick. And he goes, okay, well, I'll do that, I guess. Right. So he actually flays. He sees Jason Alexander. Or he kills him and flays him alive and wears his skin as a suit. And he goes Tie, up, Ties, the, ties GoPro the GoPro to his wiener. His own wiener. And God. goes up to cut Monica's office, you know, and she goes, "Are you Jason Alexander with the GoPro on your dick?" And he says, Sorta. "Password, password." Yeah. And she goes, Sorta. "Okay, come here and get password." Yeah. So he goes in, and then he takes the suit off, and he goes, "I've tricked you." <laughs> and she goes. Wait, so if you're here and his skin is also here, and Chandler goes, that's right, I killed him and flayed him. And Monica goes, glad somebody did that for me. So what do you want, wise guy? So he tells her. Yeah, he says, well, 
okay. I think you kind of know why I'm here. I right. give a shit about these kids, and mm-hmm. I don't think you should be locking them up for not paying their debts. I think every kid deserves the right to a meal, and um, the fact that you are punishing them for something they can't even really control mm-hmm. is cruel. And she actually kind of shows him a chart, um, like basically a PowerPoint kind of a thing on paper. Yeah. Um, it's like a slide presentation on paper. Yeah. And just ex- An image. To pretty much explain yeah you know it's yeah it's an image of the kids working right and it's got little Uh diagrams and stuff and it shows the kids and it goes happy healthy (laughs) smiling it shows them smiling yeah you know and it goes productive and it shows (laughs) all the posts you know uh uh, adding to society mm -hmm. safe yeah right it shows a kid getting like knifed or whatever but it shows that that's not happening yeah yes well behaved right yeah Um, prim proper try to hear them talking yeah uh well feminists uh, male feminists female feminists scholars right Uh it shows kids like actually in a little classroom that they have within the warehouse Mm -hmm. learning knows multiple languages athletes exercisers yeah shows them doing calisthenics and everything and then it goes and three square meals a day or as often as they want Yep, and then sort of points on the picture to the snacks all in the back of the warehouse. Which is all pretty much McDonald's brand. Yeah. It's McDonald's brand snacks. Yeah, yeah, I get it. So it's it's like like prepackaged nuggets and stuff. Or like fry chips. Just like fry chips. Yeah. Yeah. And all the candles that can smell like a Big Mac if you light them all at the same time. A lot of those. Yeah. Right. Which is actually good because it from keep the kids getting too many calories. Agree. Just kind of smell it. Smell it. it. Your, smell it. So Chandler actually. He's That's why I tell the guys who um, pay mm-hmm. me to touch my thumb. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Work sucks. Chandler's convinced. Yeah. He goes, all seems right. like it's all on the up and up. Yeah. Okay. Guess I won't be needing these. Yep. Gives his guns away to the kids as he's leaving. And they're all like, yay, yay. <laughs> yeah. And then immediately their manager confiscates them. Yes. And they're like, boo. Right. But whatever. Mm-hmm. That's the way it works. Your boss gets your guns. Right. Kids, that's the real world. Your boss is going to take your guns mm-hmm. and you'll never get to use them. But I kind of said to myself, well, that's okay. Because they're actually happy, healthy, productive, safe. No, a few languages, a eating, day, no, prim, athlete. proper. Can't hear them talking. And Monica, you know, so it seems all good, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I was like, okay, episode over. Chandler leaves, door closes. Yep. What happened then? Monica walks out of her office. She uh-huh. goes to kind of a place that's sort of above everybody, like a little... Like catwalk. A, yeah, catwalk. And she says, hey, listen up. And the kids all look out better. And she goes, show's over. Steel cages drop down over each kid. Yeah, individual steel cages for each child. Them and their devices, and that's it. Yep. Snacks, just out of reach. Yep. Dehydrated gruel is dispensed into a tin cup. Yep, no water. No water. That's what Monica says, right? A kid tries to put water. They, a kid actually tries to spit up on their dehydrated gruel to get it rehydrated. And Mon- she goes, <laughs> no water. 
And that was, if I'm, unless I'm forgetting something, that was the end of the episode. That was it, yeah. Yeah. So it was actually, um, oh, but I am forgetting one thing. You and I, we watched different. Oh, endings. We we chose the different moment earlier on, which was the water moment. Right. Water or no water. Right. So for yours, she actually says, um, she actually had said no water. Yeah. Right? Because you had chosen earlier in the episode. That he got water. That he got water. So for you, there was a little bit of. Balance. Yin and yang. Yes. Right? Water and not water. For me, it was actually more more like yang and yin. So earlier. No water. I had chosen no water. Yeah. And at the end, she goes, water for me. (laughs) Then she drinks from her own water bottle while the kids Uh, watch. Yeah. Okay. So that was kind of a cool difference. That's really cool. Yours and mine. That's really cool. And it was Fiji water too. Yeah. Yum. Really good. That's really cool. Yummy. Oh, God, that got me thirsty. Yeah. Ooh, I was thirsty after this episode. Got me feeling like Garfield. Need some water to drink. Yeah. Well, yeah, so that was the end. So, Sarah, just like kind of after now that we've relived the episode and everything, what's your, how do you feel about it? I'm not sure what it was about. Yeah. I feel like the plot kind of got lost for the writers in this one. Yeah. Like Perfect episodes, nonetheless. It was perfect. But just, it was, yeah, it was an 11. Yeah. But keep but, your eye on the prize. Yeah. Could have been a 12. Yeah, could have been 12. Maybe next week. Well, that's just how it goes sometimes. That's the way that the cookie crumbles. Chips yes. Ahoy. So, C-H-I-P-S-A-H-O-Y. Chips Ahoy. Chips Ahoy. So you can use... Is that base? Is Chips Ahoy a phrase? I guess that's what it's kind of a play on. So they Chips call, Ahoy. But they call it Chips Ahoy? I feel like you wouldn't say for a chocolate chips. chip fucking cookie. You would say land ho, but yeah. ships ahoy. Ships ahoy. It doesn't make sense. What is you would say mean? ahoy matey, which is like you're Hi. acknowledging them. Yeah. Yeah. Hi. Ahoy. So it's a play on ships on ships ahoy. I bet there's somebody somewhere who works at a place where a guy comes over to your cubicle and pops his head over and is like ahoy. Like thinking he's being fun. Yes. Like a Funko Pop guy. Right. They say chow when they sign off on a group chat. Howdy. Chow. Huzzah. Like that's all that type mm-hmm. of person. They have all the chips ahoy. Yeah. They will actually, if you're going to a birthday party, they say, eat all the chips ahoy for us. Yeah. Or eat all the cookies. All the cookies. I want, it's my birthday and I want all the cookies. Nom, 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 nom. Or they might actually say... Um, we hate this type of person and we're better than them. They might say, Chip Ahoy, if their name is Chip. Yeah. And they stop by your desk. Oh, God. Chip Ahoy. Yeah. Anyway, or actually, if your name is Chip is when they really say it to you. Oh, Your yeah. name is Chip. Chip Ahoy. Chip Ahoy. Yeah. Right? Bully you into clearing the sill of a window. Yeah. Um, anyway, we're better than those kinds of people. Right. And they are bad. So do you think that ship... I just don't want to move on yet. I mean, to the very end of the episode. Sure. So is so is the play on ships ahoy? I don't know. I asked so they you done, that question. Well, and we're, then we're figuring out the answer. Okay. Ships ahoy. We should name a cookie that. Because you wouldn't greet a bunch of ships. doesn't make sense. I don't know. If and you all... would say, ahoy, ships. You, you know. Ships ahoy. Ships ahoy. Ships, ahoy! Ooh, it's bad. It's bad. It's real bad. Yeah. Um, Good up though. Yeah, I would have actually called it um, a. Uh, I was trying to think of a play on cookie, 
And then I was thinking of Wookiee, which is like Chewbacca from Star Wars. Uh, so if I was naming a cookie, I'd probably do something with that. You know, because cookie sounds like Wookiee. Or you could do something with Chewy Cookie because it's Chewbacca. Chewbacca. Chewy Baca. Ben and Jerry's Chewy Baca Crunch. Right? Yeah, ben you and- want Chewy and Crunch in the same thing. I think you actually do. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, like Rocky Road. Ben and Jerry's Chewy Baco Crunch. So it's basically Chewy, chewy something, tobacco, tobacco and crunchy. crunchy something. So what would the Chewy something be? And this is this week's um, name a food <laughs> segment. We do this every week. Um, chewy thing would probably be bubble gum. Right. The tobacco thing would be tobacco. Loose tobacco leaves. Marlboro Reds that have been dumped out. Yeah. Probably. And then... Uh, um, like Chinese Marlboro Reds. Yeah, yeah, Not yeah. like the like knockoff Marlboro right, Reds. Right, 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 right. And um, then the crunchy for me, I think, would be uh, taco-flavored Doritos. Yeah, and I mean, for me, that's where we're different. I would use Cooler Ranch. So. Kind but, of a choose-your-own-adventure. Yeah. A chew-backo-crunch-your-own-adventure. Your yeah. Well. Okay, well, so leave that rating and review for us. <laughs> and make it make it five stars. This has been Please Save Me, and we'll catch you next week. Bye-bye. Smells like courage. Oh.